normal. Move it. Normal people. Normal people. Move it. It's NMNP with the Black Panther episode, delayed by like 10 days because my stupid co-hosts were traveling. Uh, it's well, pretty stupid <laughs> travel, yeah. Um, my name is... What? Oh, I froze! <laughs> I froze, guys! Uh, I did the thing! <laughs> okay, buddy. I'm Jordan. It's pretty good. Um, I like that. And I'm obviously here with Auntie, Andrew. <laughs> Hold on, to, we're not we're not bringing that character back. Oh shit! No. Damn it! I already lost the too late challenge. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that was a good double play on my part. Then, all right. Yeah, well new done. rule about the too late challenge: it only starts when the episode starts. <laughs> also, so I'm back also, in. Also, when you announce it, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> you lost a challenge they weren't aware of. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the too late challenge. Oh, first of all, also it's um. <laughs> There's some other guy here. Oh, right. Oh, I remember that <laughs> one. What are those? It's Alex. Hi, Alex. Oh, hey, what's up? That uh, was from the movie. Yeah. Um, do Light Challenge, which is way more important than any of us, is um, to do this episode with no cuss words. No more cuss words. No, more, no further <laughs> profanities. Interesting. So we still got the explicit tag, but it only applies to the first <laughs> yeah, minute. It's only for the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So called a cold open <laughs> okay but let's uh let's do it to it here uh we all saw this separately uh and before we get into the you know the inconsequential things like what we thought of the film uh i want to hear some uh, audience receptions uh let's start with alex alex what do you how is your audience for this uh, motion picture uh, I have seen this movie twice. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Shit. I'm out of the Dooley Challenge. Okay. Um, that's funny. Uh, it had, it was interesting because uh, there was actually very little overlap in the jokes and scenes that my audiences responded to. One of them was an opening night audience. Um, not the first showing or anything, but it was a Thursday preview. And... The other one was like a, you know, Tuesday cheap show, 3D showing. Oh, nice. Uh, a lot of kids and stuff there. Uh, mostly well-behaved. There was a cute kid a couple seats down who kept asking questions, which is always fun uh, for your definition of fun. <laughs> Inclusive. Uh, but yeah, Inquisitive pleasant, children. pleasant audiences. Yeah. How was New York? Uh, well, I can only answer that because uh, Andrew saw it out west. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I saw on Friday a late show. Um, it was good. The audience was really into it. A lot of people in Black Panther t-shirts. Um, and my personal favorite is after the movie ended, there was a lot of claps. And then a woman was walking out and loudly said, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, and She uh, failed the do late challenge. Yeah, she failed it too. Yeah. Oh man, I was I was I was screwed to start because I couldn't have um, recounted that amazing. I don't anecdote. think a quotation counts. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we can make an exception. Oh okay. Yeah. The Dooley Challenge is very. Uh, I mean, we can make an exception because you've already failed it twice. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, how about uh, Andrew? You saw this at the West Coast. Uh, yeah, I saw it in uh, in L.A. and. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it makes me want to see more movies in L.A. Yeah, why don't you move there? Maybe I will. <laughs> All right. uh, so, like, yeah, the audience in L.A. was a lot more subdued than like any New York audience that I've been at. Yeah, they're New, New York's. It's a, it's a talkative audience. It's a, it's a chatty 
chatty. Uh, yeah, so city. not that chatty. Uh, there's like a few moments that people really liked uh, that I thought was uh, I was surprised by. Like a lot of people really liked like the Jabari King messing with him. Yeah, like the last act. Yeah, that really uh, <laughs> that was like the highlight of the movie, according to my audience. I had more um, in the rhinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the armored rhinos got a good. Uh, yeah. I had I I had had a primarily female audience, which I didn't realize until after the crowd was letting out. Like there were way more women in the audience than men, which is um, like the opposite of most comic book movies. Yeah, interesting. That's, that is, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. I yeah. I arrived late because <laughs> I had I had reserved seats, and everybody who I was with knew that it would be uh, a solid fifteen minutes of previews. Yeah. Yeah, but then you didn't see the Venom trailer. Oh uh, yeah, we missed that. Yeah, oh, but, uh, man, <laughs> what a shame. Man. Yeah, oh man, well, you missed nothing because Venom's not in the trailer. You, you see. missed like the first tenth of a good freak out in MRI machine. There we right? go. That's it's probably good. Um, Some motorcycle. Uh, I did forget to mention. I'm sorry, I should have brought this up. There was a Black Panther cosplayer outside Ooh. after my screening. Everybody getting pictures with him, so that was pretty cool. Nice, That's awesome. Yeah, no, no cosplayers in my audience. Were they cosplaying as the uh, yellow-tinted Black Panther or the purple-tinted Black Panther, Alex? Uh, it was kind of a, a just a more, like, old-school comic book-inspired oh, costume. Oh, awesome. So that probably was easy to pick up, like, you know, a, a pre-movie, maybe even pre-Civil War uh, design. Um, because I'm sure now all the Black Panther costumes are going to be based on... Uh, one of these movies, but this one definitely looked more like the comic book, like king with a cape and all that. I love it. I love when when you can't be a king without a cape. I mean, <laughs> that's a good point. I, yeah. I love when they bring a character into like the MCU, uh, and their costume is nothing like what it is in the comics. So like, <laughs> you see people dressing up as like the fucking like yellow daredevil and everybody's just like uh, who are you like <laughs> pointy horn man yellow daredevil yeah, yellow daredevil <laughs> or like like authentic 1970s luke cage who is unrecognizable <laughs> from mike Coulter's luke cage yes the tiara yeah <laughs> yeah um okay so let's uh let's delve into the 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 impacts here. I don't know what that means. What do you mean the impacts? Our, okay. The impact that this film had on us, you see. Oh. Uh, oh I will eyeballs. start us yeah. off. I think this movie was as good as you're possibly going to get with a comic book movie, an MCU movie, or any modern superhero movie. I thought this this is um, a cast and crew that's at the top of their game. This is a fantastic movie. If I see a better comic book movie than this this year, I will be extremely surprised. I have lots of excellent things to say about this movie. I loved it. Uh, Alex, what about you? I like this movie a lot. Um, I also think there's probably nothing that's going to top it this year unless uh, Deadpool 2, you know, really yeah. <laughs> delivers. Like, I don't... Well, it's going to be so fresh, you see. Like, the shtick won't be old exactly, at all or exactly, tired. Exactly. Yeah. Like, unless it somehow manages to completely <laughs> buck all my expectations. Uh, but no, this this is a really solid one. Actually, uh, this movie kind of makes me melancholy for like the um, makes me think of the Phase Two Marvel days of Ant Man and <laughs> oh, we were Iron so Man young 3. back then. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's it's not nostalgic. It's more like wow, they really clamped down hard on those movies. Like I talk about this all the time, especially with Ant Man, uh, where they really, really. 
boxed in the directors on those movies and Age of Ultron as well, right? And right. and now they've loosened back up and they really let them go wild with this one and do what they wanted and it just it's a so much better and so much more authentic and like a, a fun experience that directly connects with the audience uh, in a way that none of those like like I said Phase Two specifically movies ever managed to pull off. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, we'll I'll, I'll I'll we'll we'll talk about that more. But let's hear what Andrew uh, has to say. What do you think of Black Panther? Yeah, I mean uh, I'm with both of you 100 percent on this. I don't know if I would go as far as you, Jordan, and saying like this is as good as it can possibly get. But this is definitely one of the better MCU movies. Okay, like this is top tier material. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Um, yeah. Getting back to what you just said, Alex. Like this. Um, certainly, like the one-two punch that was like. This and Thor Ragnarok shows a little bit more willingness on the production side to to let people take take charge to some extent. I'm sure it's all like still ridiculously controlled and and very, um, you know, I don't know how long leashes that like Taika Waititi and Ryan Coogler were actually on when they were making these movies. But um, but this certainly like like the, the care that that is here from both like the production side and the acting side is coming together in a way that is more harmonious than yeah, say Ant-Man or um yeah, or or Age of Ultron or something like that where the seams are very very apparent. I guess they learned their lessons from Phase 2 or this is maybe the result of them learning their lessons from Joss Whedon and Edgar Wright mm-hmm. of allowing people to have a vision. One can hope, but like forgive the pun. This but, that's funny. Yeah. Um, that's like barely a pun. Not really. Yeah. No, uh. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. There's. Um. It's. It's also. I guess worth mentioning that this is. This is also. This is after. Um. Spider-Man: Homecoming too, which is also great, but has far less sense of like. I'm gonna say in a broad term style than this or Thor. Um, it doesn't have the same like strength of identity too. that like, yes. uh, like, like this Spider-Man homecoming was like, kind of like him being introduced with Tony Stark, but like, it's not like Spider-Man is not as a big a part of that, of homecoming as, you know, Black Panther is to his movie. Right. Oh, that's like, a, that's a really good point. And that's yeah. a weird problem for Spider-Man homecoming. I mean. It's it's just a weird uh, result of well, actually you know what it's it is actually weird because they're both characters that are introduced in Civil War. Yeah, like that's both true. of them are ones that we have seen before in a movie that is not focused on them. That's that's right. Uh, but this definitely feels like a stronger introduction or like opening up of that character than Homecoming did. Yeah, Alex, are you on board with that too? Yeah, I think so. I don't think. Homecoming was particularly weak. But oh, I, I do, love that movie. I do think this is stronger. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, I think that yeah, Andrew, you what you just said about like how he feels more a part of his own movie is really it's 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 something that 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 can slip away even in above average um, Marvel movies. It like like it really wasn't until. Ragnarok, I feel that like Thor was coming into his own as a character in his own world. Um, uh, I, I don't know because Thor actually, I know we're like, it's funny, we're talking a lot about Thor Ragnarok <laughs> in Black Panther episode, but uh, Thor felt like a 
pretty established character prior to Thor Ragnarok. It was just a very different character. They just changed it. Oh, yeah, like, I guess it, that's it true. It was just a, like, complete, like, rewriting of this character's history and who he was before. Like, I don't know, you watched the Because first... he was really boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because he was a, yeah, a dry character from a Kenneth Branagh movie. Uh, and then they decided that that wasn't, uh, yeah, enough to base a franchise around. So they changed it. Um, the best way to base a franchise off of a character is to wait until the last movie, franchise movie with that character, and then, like, solidify them. Yeah. <laughs> You have a metric based on, like, the box office return and the Rotten Tomatoes Exactly, score. When yeah. the algorithm tells you to change the character, <laughs> change it. Yeah. I guess um, um, if you want to say, like, Captain America came into his own in The Winter Soldier also as a character. Um, yeah, sure. And that's all, like, I think that this, if, if you could liken Black Panther to any other Marvel movie, it felt the most, like, Winter Soldier to me a little bit. If it felt like anything else. Like, it's... In the sense that it's, you know, politically based, it's got some spy stuff in it, though it's not, you know, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily a spy movie, but it's 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 most more most similar to that than it is to one of the Avengers movies or even to Civil War. Yeah, it's the closest, uh, it's the only other movie that has had, like, MCU movie that's had messages or, like, interesting things, like a commentary. Yeah. A, a very mild commentary. After all, this is, like, a giant action blockbuster really yeah but this has a like this and winter soldier the only mcu movies uh, i can think of that like civil war to some extent has a little uh, bit of it little bit yeah. but it's uh <laughs> it's not really like staking out a point and it's also not yeah. like global in its themes about like maybe super powered monsters might want to be like registered with the government is yeah. a little bit <laughs> like i mean obviously it's about like accountability and all that stuff but this i think that the uh, Black Panther certainly benefits from being timely and um, exploring its themes beyond competently. Yeah. yeah. And making these themes palatable to a, like you said, a giant big budget blockbuster action movie is a very hard thing to do. Yeah. See, here's the thing is that um, I actually think this is pretty, like for, for all you said, which I agree with, um, and Alex, jump in if you disagree. I think that... Um, this is actually pretty conventional, both as like a movie and as a superhero movie. Like, like it follows a lot of the beats that we would identify in our early episodes. Like, like hero is introduced, proves his metal, mm -hmm. um, uh, is challenged and defeated by a rival, falls, rises up again, and like, and is changed by you know through the process of doing it. So it speaks to like extremely coherent and and competent narrative storytelling which is not a thing for many movies yeah i mean most <laughs> most franchises that we've looked at don't know how to really deal well with the second movie in a franchise and, and you and, could and say that argue, this is sort of i would second, yeah. i would argue that this is the second movie based on the importance of black panther to civil war yeah uh the one way that I'd say that this is very different from sort of conventional uh, comic book story is that the focus on the villain is there's a lot more time given to Killmonger in this than most villains get in uh, MCU films. Like I agree with the that. The movie opens with his origin. Yeah. Not T'Challa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's another tactic that was uh, employed in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming mm -hmm. um, to great effect. Um 
I like am I mean we didn't see it so much in Ragnarok but I'm loving the trend towards these like incredibly sympathetic villains um Michael Keaton did it great and here like hero of the show this is gonna come as no surprise to anybody who's done this before <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is outstanding in this movie <sighs> My he, guy. Yeah. He is. He, I think he's going to sweep our Jordy Awards. This I think year. he will. I think yeah. he's got it. He's yeah. got, <laughs> I lost the Jordan to my Jordan. <laughs> you, you won runner up Jordan. I did. So. I, yeah. At best. Yeah. Um, he is. I uh, like I this it was further down in my notes, but like, let's jump right to yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Sorry. Um, this the, the performance is so good and he brings so much depth and and um, charisma, like charisma it's, that's, it's a and, charming character, yeah. and and yeah. just, just wait to the <laughs> to this <laughs> to this you know this rival to T'Challa and to have them be you know we we say we said way back when also that like often the the villain is the the inverse of the hero or they have they have some connection and one of them went down one path and one of them went down the other and this is yeah. exactly how it is here. Yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, I guess we could put the spoiler tag out. Right yeah, now. obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Spoilers. So uh, I'm very disappointed that he's dead because I thought this was almost a Magneto type character of somebody who kind of wants the same things at the end of the day, but has a different method for it. Yeah, but his death I, is. Oh no, go ahead, Alex. No, I was gonna say I understand that, but at the same time, I would not want this character to end up in anybody else's hands. That's uh, a very good point. At all. I don't want him to be put in any other context that, like, oh, he's also going to help out, you know, the ghost and Taskmaster, like, rob this bank. (laughs) I don't want to see him do anything but exactly what they just had him do in this movie. I think it's... That's, yeah, I I see your don't get greedy call there, um, That's He's... he's, he's, I'd agree. He's robbing a bank at the start of Avengers 3. He's just... (laughs) He's the Frank Grillo of that that movie. Oh god! And he get like taken down yeah. by Iron Fist <laughs> yeah. or something. It's just like, oh no, yeah, oh no. Captain Marvel descends from the heavens and just like tackles him to the ground. And she's like, "That's what I call cosmic justice." And he was like, "He's like zounds." <laughs> Back to defeated by my '90s rival, yeah, Captain Marvel. <laughs> Back to the mysterious floating prison for me. <laughs> He has henchmen, like he's just yeah. got, yeah. Yeah. What are his henchmen called? Um, <laughs> Come on. Mur- murder, death, and kill. <laughs> they're, they're triplets? Yeah. yeah. Uh, kill, are, kill Junior. Are they triplets or are they robots? No, they're three, they're, they're three, like, tall, heavy-set goons a la, a la the 60s Batman show. How many of them? <laughs> Are played by Louis Lombardi. All of them uh, okay. at once. All right, awesome. They're all wearing like like red turtlenecks with a number one, two, and three on them, so, so that they can get. They're like the they're like the fucking Beagle Boys. All right, and, you yeah. know you can tell when we really love a character because we immediately imagine the best ways to just ruin them. Exactly. No, Alex, you're 100 right. This character doesn't. Like I'm glad he's dead, not because he's not interesting, <laughs> but, but so because, that nobody else can yeah. do what we plan to do to him. Yeah. Much yeah. like <laughs> much like everything, he's too Michael Jordan's too beautiful for this world. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> this is gonna be evidence <laughs> in a case against him. <laughs> All of our episodes are evidence in our stalking case against Michael B. Jordan. There's, yeah. If yeah. it's a crime 
to collect his skin flakes for my needs, <laughs> then lock me up. <laughs> uh, we'll take that as a guilty plea. In okay, the yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, he, I also think that it's, you know, he, for him to die is, is important that like T'Challa's like utopian horseshit isn't, isn't some sort of catch all panacea. Like there's going to be loss and sacrifice. And just because he thinks that that's the way to run the world doesn't mean that it's a philosophy that the villain has to agree with or like reluctantly accept. Like it's, it's, we, a couple years ago, we were applauding, um, T'Challa for not killing um um Nemo uh, Zemo Nemo Nemo, Nemo. <laughs> oh jeez right. killing he Nemo just, he's like he's got Nemo in his hand yeah. and he's like I could squish you like the fish you are but I've learned something just because you got a dead fin doesn't make you less of a person yeah I, swim away <laughs> swim away I accidentally yeah. had a fever and started watching Civil War and then skipped to uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> the sad thing is, yeah, Black Panther the- X Finding Nemo um, Trouble Underwater <laughs> was probably pitched. More money has been spent on that team up than anything I will ever see in my entire life. I'm sure it'll be a great Kingdom Hearts level. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but it's interesting that he, you know, he doesn't he doesn't kill uh, uh, Cloverfield Paradox's star. That's uh, the first time you haven't called it Cloverfield Station that's true. right away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he doesn't kill 10 Cloverfield Station at the end of <laughs> He's War. really hogging all the good villains. Like, he, yeah, he, is, like, he, yeah. he is. You he's, got Daniel Bruhl. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Nemo himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, yeah. So, the, but the, at the same token, um, uh, the rest of the supporting cast is excellent here as well. Um, yeah, the cast the is board. unbelievable. Yeah, for this. it's it's pretty much unparalleled um, for non like Avengers movies in terms of like how many excellent performances or people just rising up so well to like to the point where you have a bit of a dark knight syndrome here as we were worried it would have which is that t'challa is often the least interesting character on i was about to say that's like the other hallmark of how like a hero in a comic book movie can be a real thankless job yeah (laughs) with the exception of you know like the millions of dollars right yeah uh, i feel so sorry fame but you know with those two exceptions uh yeah if you're in a movie that has that many great performances surrounding you you can sort of get lost in the scenery which happens a little as yeah you said. i think yeah. so um but yeah across the board um excellent stuff the, the entire supporting cast is great yeah um but uh let's let's this this might be one of those uh, it's funny because you mentioned the winter soldier a lot before yeah. and the winter soldier is actually one of our shortest episodes <laughs> yeah uh, that's because it's we have nothing terrible to say about it yeah sometimes when a movie is just Solid, like incompetently made. There's, uh, there's less to say. <laughs> I want to call specific attention to, like, it's not. It's actually pretty rare for this show that we, one of us, like, calls attention to a specific scene as being like exemplary. But, mm-hmm. um, 
But Killmonger's like um, Oakland hallucination scene. Yeah. Yes. Somebody asked me my favorite scene. I, I name dropped that one as well. That is like, uh, like that is so fucking good. That is one of the best scenes in the history of comic book movies. I think that that is unbelievable, especially since like you've got him being like, like, yeah, like, you don't know where I grew up. Like death is that's like part of life here. And then to see him like crack under it and just like to merge the like the Wakanda hallucination plane with like with like fucking Oakland is unbelievable and it was that scene was just a like a masterclass in being like a comic book villain. Yeah, this is a very confidently directed movie. Uh and acted, just like Yes, yeah. And scripted. Who's that is dad it was Sterling K. Brown was the actor? He played uh the dad in Oakland. Was he? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, that's the other thing is there's a lot of like actors who are in this who are huge, who are, who are finally getting sort of recognized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who are in like sort of like almost not background roles, but like smaller supporting roles, like Daniel Kaluuya yeah, from yeah, like, yeah, Get yeah, Out yeah, yeah. is like in yeah. the movie, and mm-hmm. I think what show? Sterling K. Brown. He's on some show that's really on, popular. Yeah, yeah. that's um, This Is Us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I know I know his name. I don't. Yeah, he's not the dead dad in that, right? That's somebody. Spoilers. Else. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I, There's a dead dad somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. You think a ghost dad? Uh, oh, uh, the other hit NBC show, <laughs> Ghost Dad. Yeah. Yep. Um. No, that's that's. I I love that scene, and I just love the whole. Um, a lesser movie wouldn't have given him. Uh, like as the antagonist wouldn't have given him a vision, and like that's like that shows how much they cared about properly portraying a villain. Oh, can I pitch my lesser movie to you? Oh, please. He shows up on the regular ancestral plane and he just like smirks and like talks shit to all the like historic Black Panthers and Kings going back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's out on the one that T'Challa goes to. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm here to, like, burn Wakanda to the ground. And, like, we're going to rise up and, you, you know, whatever the hell. That would be he, the he, like, bad movie. like, flips off the god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, there's, there's a, like, close-up shot of T'Challa's dad, T'Chaka, being really sad. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the bad guy. <laughs> um, gee, um... I'm gonna be a bit of a uh, of a Robert Downer Jr. here and just talk about like <laughs> boo <laughs> something that I didn't like. Like there, this obviously isn't perfect because what movie is? Um, I think that that um, I, I my personal tastes tend to gravitate away from um, you know t- superhero tent poles where. Uh, a character dangles and then falls and then there's fucking 30 minutes of the movie where everybody's acting like he's dead when he's clearly not and then <laughs> they happen to go to the like the like Hanuman tribe um because they they want him to fight Killmonger and it's like oh yeah uh he happened to be found by our scouts and he's in a coma and right here yes yeah like that's that's like come on <laughs> it's a little convenient that's like like possibly contrived it's very video gamey, is what it is. <laughs> of like everything that you kind of need is in this one location uh, to move on to the next act of this movie. I mean, game. Well, someone, I mean, someone said that if there's any backtracking, it means it's a bad game or story. A person is a genius. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. any, any scenes not work for either of you two? 
any moments where you can uh, you know knock Black Panther down a peg? I mean, there's some elements of the plot that don't make a whole lot of sense. Like, I'm not really sure why Killmonger was really working with Andy Serkis that long if all he needed was his corpse. <laughs> he, like, he needed to know where Wakanda was. Didn't he already know that? Like, he didn't get that information yeah. from Andy Serkis. It didn't seem like it. Unless there was, like, a scene missing. That I, <laughs> yeah, just plum forgot well, about it. Well, I've seen it twice. Yeah, Why are you uh, yeah that's a good point. Um, no, I, I'm thinking about it right now. I don't think I remember a specific instance, like, a, a reason of it being called out. Maybe... Um, he just likes her as a person. No, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it seems it seems a little like it's not like he wanted the diamonds. You know, what I mean, it's not like he wanted to get paid for the vibranium sale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it didn't think. seem like he benefited from that heist, aside from being able to be close to Andy Circus and getting an awesome mask that he just just. I, that's true. I, I, yeah. We shouldn't undersell the importance of the mask. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right? Yeah, it, it's you're right. I think I think there's some vagueness that probably got cut out like from a scene or something where they knew where Wakanda was and he didn't somehow. Um, but it's, it's not clear. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, uh, aside from that, there's no, because like, yeah, there's no scene. reason to like have a heist with him. If you're just going to kill him and bring his body there. Yeah. Which is why I thought when he shot him, I was like, that's, I was a little confused. Cause they're like, wait, I thought the entire reason was he was going to bring him into Wakanda, but I guess he doesn't, Right. Need him after all. No, uh, yeah, it, it ends after up like, the, making sense. Yeah. Like they, you know, it's like okay, yeah, yeah. He brought his corpse there, and that gets him in the door. Cool, makes sense to me. But why didn't he just do that earlier? The, you know, the why, movie why just opens. The yeah, at all. it's like his first meet with Andy Circus, and he's like, "So you're this guy, right?" And he's like, "Sure am." Then he just shoots him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Great." Yeah. Um, Alex, anything that didn't work for you here? Um, maybe. Martin Freeman gets too much screen time. I would agree. Yeah, like it's he's not doing he's shooting down like ships that are escaping Wakandan airspace and it's like, "Oh, I guess hmm. I guess somebody could need to do that or you could have just had them like still being loaded up." Yeah. onto the uh the like helicopters and then nobody has to shoot them down cuz they haven't taken off yet. They're still being loaded. Yep. <laughs> like yeah, they, you don't have to have right. them there. That yeah, it's a little it leads to a pretty stuffed third act when it's like I didn't really need the re- redemption or like last stand of Martin Freeman's yeah. CIA guy. Yeah. I, but, I will say I do like the um in in the abstract, I like the idea of somebody safely piloting something via VR, but their body itself is under danger from a different threat, not in the ship. Whatever, I've seen the I Matrix, like that as man. a sci-fi concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, very, it's very Matrixy. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's I didn't like need it in this movie. Um, it doesn't matter just, though. Because, it's just extra. It's just extra. Yeah, like because, I don't I don't care that's there. It's just like it doesn't have to be there, and I recognize that. The um the final fight scene in this is outstanding as well. The like Wakandan battle is the Civil War amazing. Yeah, and um, uh, uh, what's your action news take? The rhinos got some uh, laughs. They did. in my theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So action I news. Do, action I do news. like a lot. Action news. I like a lot of fighting. I don't think the choreography is particularly stuff to write home about uh nor is the cinematography as far as fight oh, scenes go. Oh, I'm I'm pure, fight scenes. yeah, yeah okay, purely yeah. talking about how fight 
sets were filmed and uh, choreographed. Uh, not talking about like the rest of the movie. Like there's some really really good shots. Uh, there's that right at the beginning. I kind of expected there to be some like Creed esque like long shots of a fight. Uh, they did uh, do that. One of the action scenes is a really long tracking shot. The fight in the South Korean speakeasy yeah, yeah, slash yeah, casino. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they do manage to kind of dance around that one, although there's some fun CGI where, like, T'Challa just, like, leaps like a freak up to the I second floor. It sure does. <laughs> hey, you know what? Um, it gives us some good pouncing, and that's also, all we're looking for. It is a good pounce. That's mm. that's a pounce worthy of a golden pounce. If I write home the about that works, yeah. But it doesn't. Um, the beginning of the movie has uh, one long shot where... You start looking up at the building through the basketball hoop, and then it pulls yes, back, yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. it follows the kids playing the game, and then it ends on the same shot, but there's a spaceship up there now. Uh, that's really good. But the the action scenes, especially near the end, um, were, like, fine, but not particularly thrilling. Nothing out of the ordinary. Not, you know, coming off of Creed, you get hype, and it doesn't really live up to that but i guess it's not really about fights the way that movie is <laughs> yeah that movie uh, that's if you can't like fight choreography and uh like action uh cinematography are like the entire points of rocky movies so, right yeah i thought the oh. great storytelling is <laughs> uh, no nah, sometimes you just want to see him beat communism there we go and yep. uh and bring a robot to russia <laughs> uh last fight scene note before i forget the uh the final Black Panther Killmonger fight is pretty CGI heavy, and it's it just is. like okay, all right. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's a lot going on in those scenes. There's a lot of discussion and a lot of like interesting ideas and visuals that are really good, but like it's also a CGI fight. <laughs> like, oh well, sorry, sorry, gamers, didn't bother me. Won't affect the rating at all. Uh, no, it, it, it doesn't bother me that much either. It's just like. It's just too you know. bad because you know. Yeah, exactly. I've seen. I've especially when you've seen Creed and you've seen this director do more. Yeah. Uh, in terms of action. Right. Uh, um, let's move on to the awards. Unless you have any uh, final comments about this film. Other than it's good, watch it. <laughs> um, it's probably going to be pretty important in That's... the MCU. Uh, I, I assume like we can uh, we can go into full nerd territory with yeah, this. Yeah, we can really like, touch all right. on MCU. Oh yeah, uh, actually, let's. Uh, you know what, guys? Connections. Oh no, I think it's time to go back to class. Uh, <laughs> we got some learning to do. Too bad we don't have the soundboard anymore because I'm sure we have a bell sound. Because <laughs> like all universities have. Ding dong, <laughs> ding dong. Class bell. Ding uh, dong, ding dong. All right, guys, we're at Marvel Cinematic <laughs> University. We've like missed a couple of classes. Okay, obviously, uh, it's 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 it's. Like thirty two oh two, like advanced pouncing. Advanced, okay, <laughs> I like that. Studies in pouncing. No, advanced pouncing. Oh, you, they, okay. You've advanced. already taken studies in. Right, it's true. This yes. is a third year course. Selected topics in pouncing. Selected topics in pouncing is really good. Uh, okay, I can take that. 
Okay, school's out. Done. Uh, no, we did it. Yeah. Uh, do, in, in the context of the actual Marvel Universe, though, I think Andrew was about to lead us on there. I think there's some fun stuff that can come as a result of this movie. Like, that meteorite probably has a uh, an Infinity Stone in it. Am I right? Uh, right I'm nerds? so glad they didn't take that route. I A lot of people were expecting, like, is the Soul Stone going to be in this movie? And I'm really glad that wasn't, it, like, the I think the, I think the Soul Stone is uh, in the meteorite. And that's, I think, why you're going to have... Uh, Infinity War took place in Wakanda, man. Some of it will. At least. Some of it will. That's oh, true. We do yeah. see that in the trailer. Maybe, maybe yes. that will be, but regardless of like the lore, it wasn't in this movie, so like A plus. That's <laughs> well, true. Yeah, they're gonna like add it in the special edition Blu-ray or something. Yeah, the uh, Kevin Phage cut. Yeah. yeah, that's how they got. Her, that's how they were able to make these movies. They're like, we'll just pretend like we gave them final cut of the movie and then just cut it later can i now that we're on that topic can i give my most normal moment because it's like it's likely a bit of a phage cut oh yeah okay um when at the beginning when when uh t'challa is flying back to wakanda for some reason he's like i never get tired of this when he like puts the like when he flies through like the hidden field and sees like the see like it's a weird like showy douchey moment that doesn't fit with the character at all <laughs> like he, it's like he's boastful yeah he's yeah boasting on behalf of all the animators that make <laughs> like it's like part of their union contract of like listen we have to get praised in the film there we go yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yes great special effects huh and they're like who are you talking to <laughs> and then the scene cuts then he just looks yeah. right at the camera yeah. It does seem like a trailer line. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. get tired of this, and they show any action scene. Yep. Yeah. Does it come like, in black? Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, Lines like that. there we go. <laughs> no external moment, Andrew. Oh, God. Oh, you're really putting me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, Acosta, if you've got one, you can go ahead. Um, I, The rules are loose, as always, on most normal moment. Uh, maybe... <laughs> the thing... thing some, here's something the audience liked that I was like, eh. Uh, which was uh, during the chase in South Korea, the car um, that uh, I'm going to forget the character's name, Okoye, and I forget the love interest name are in, mm-hmm. uh, gets blown up. And Okoye, like, uses her spear and the car door to, like, do a sick flip and land on mm-hmm. the street upright. Yep. And then... Um, the love interest is like still in the driver's seat and it just kind of slides up the side. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that car fell apart in a very interesting yes. way. Yeah. In a very like, like Hanna Barbera yeah. kind of <laughs> fashion. It's the Wacky Races movie yeah. we've been waiting it, for. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of their like little nod that Wacky Races is definitely in continuity with Black yeah. Panther. Nakia, by the way, Alex. Nakia, yeah. thank you. Um, Andrew. Oh, man. Um, the scene where <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, he fights. I'm making the a man. robot to take care of this yeah. eventually. Uh, to just provide the vaguest <laughs> explanation so possible. That, we should do it uh, like a like a like a companion robot to the normal scene job. bot. Yeah, scene bot. Okay. Scene bot. My favorite scene is where <laughs> do you think you action pro- occurred? Do you think you could program that with like the complete like we dump all the scripts? into a machine and it just like assembles a five I bet we could assemble a like comic book plot generator no but like a scene generator like like it put all, the entire scripts of every movie that we've watched in here we should record just, this because like this could be a product that exists that like predetermines Universal's next 20 years of movies. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so our most normal moment is like Jim yeah. I've had enough with the 
<laughs> That's the reality show. stone. Reality stone. Um, crush you. I'm gonna go with uh, Andy Circus just goofing with the museum guard before killing him. Oh yeah, it's really yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. But, no, uh, it makes him look like an amateur, which I guess they needed to do. Yeah. So they didn't get followed. Maybe? Or like why they even needed the expert at the museum like he knew what it was he just like brought her over to gloat and poison her yeah yes. just like in breaking bad yeah yeah that's I, a man I, <laughs> I don't remember that show at all then oh. yeah um that's who he kills <laughs> gustavo fring yeah, yeah. <laughs> bet you bet you will, will never not have half your face and he's like what boom <laughs> <laughs> made you look made yeah. you look <laughs> Then he uh, skates down on half a car, like in, uh, <laughs> like a, yeah. Um, uh, golden pounce. There's a lot of pounce in this movie, but I have to give it to licking rhino. Licking rhino. <laughs> licking uh, rhino. I, I can't think of anything better. Because it's also like rhino. the most CGI thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I never believed that there were rhinos that were there. Don't worry, yeah. because you all. That was probably just Andy Circus in a. <laughs> Fucking green suit, licking, fucking, yeah, licking, licking, <laughs> licking Daniel Kaluuya's hand, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And, and yeah, yeah. and Yago is just like, "I'm not doing this next." Yeah. I love the idea. Yeah, come um, on, Lupita, I, I don't bite. And she's like, "Get, get the fuck away from me, Andy Circus." Man. I would love to be a fly on the wall in the motion capture studio where Daniel Kalua fed Andy Circus. Oh, yeah, some oh, hand of his yeah. hand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. He's a method uh, motion actor too, so he's like, call me Licking Rhino and ride me. <laughs> so there's a, the promotional image for this movie was Daniel Kalua riding Andy Circus <laughs> in a green unitard with. With like light balls all over him <laughs> and a green screen in the background. And you're telling me that man does not deserve a nomination. Give him the Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Give him the Oscar. First Caesar, now this? Yeah. <laughs> the man is breaking ground in motion capture. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, there's no games because uh, it's a serious show. Yeah. Uh, I'm not fooling around. And let's, uh, let's, Make a little sandwiches. And while we do that, I'm going to tell everybody to go to normalmovies.com to find Andrew's lovingly updated, but I'm going to say recently, sporadically updated. Oh, yes. You call, uh, you calling me out? Yeah, I am. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I deserve that. Um, we're on iTunes, normal movies, normal people, on Google Play. Yep. Android Play. That's sure. We're on that thing too. The Zune Store. Oh, uh, I mean the Android Marketplace. Uh, yeah, it's it's a marketplace <laughs> of sorts. Uh, yeah, we're on play. You can get our RSS link at the website. We have just been we're added everywhere you need to, to be. WeWare. <laughs> yes, the Library of Congress. The yeah, Library of Congress. <laughs> yeah, they have to add us. <laughs> We've got dirt on them. We do yeah. on the librarian specifically. <laughs> yes. yes. Um. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get our get our rankings going. Make a sandwich. Yes. Who wants to go first? Why don't you go first? I always uh, go first. Yeah. I was gonna say, why don't you go first, Acosta? Oh, uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah let's do Jordan. it. Let's do that, Alex. Go first. Go first. Go first. Um, 
This one is actually... Uh, 72. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be 100 and... Let me think. No, I think it's falling outside of my top 10. Ooh. Um, this movie's really good. I don't think I'm as high on it as jordan sounded but i do really really like it's up there with all the other things so it's gonna it's gonna go in the little section of the list that is dedicated to like 2017 2018 marvel movies (laughs) the 2017 nook of your list yeah Yeah, exactly um it is it's called black panther and it is number 11 so it's just outside my top 10 uh i have number two is guardians of the galaxy and i feel like that's not right anymore (laughs) but like there's no way to fix it (laughs) <laughs> now. My my whole disappointing follow ups don't stop the first movie from being. Good. I, um, Alex <laughs> seems to be in the Jordan camp, which yes, they certainly do. Yeah. They ruin uh, it. They go back in time. I, I knew know about them. That. I, I knew you'd come that. around eventually, Alex. I, I don't knew. Think, no, it. Don't let me in with scum like you, Jordan. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, so the sandwich. Hey, my sandwich. Yeah, Andrew, my sandwich. moving on. <laughs> Yesterday's news. Okay, what do we got? So my sandwich would be. Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Logan. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is right above that. So, like, in case you're in case you're wondering where all my 2017 movies are, it's there. Right there. 2017 was a good year then. Yeah. For I, exclusively oh, movies. For exclusive, For yeah. most other things, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Andrew? I'm going to go last this time. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll... Um, this is also going uh, a little further outside my top 10. This is Ooh. 17. Whoa. Uh, so this is below Birdman, but above Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. That's that's curious. Curious? <laughs> yeah. Well, where did you put it, buddy? Well, Come on. it's substantially lower than for you. It's way lower. Oh, no. These are, this is all fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a range, like it can't be, our list can't be this different. That's yet, correct. Which is completely wrong. They are very different. And each of us have committed uh, our own crimes <laughs> in terms of our terrible rankings. Black Panther yes. for me, number four. Whoa. Wow. Yep. I think this movie is very, very, very there you good. Go. Uh, Dread on top, Scott Pilgrim on the bottom. Um, Scott Pilgrim's high. Damn. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim's too high for me because uh, I rewatched it recently and it was less good than I remembered <laughs> when doing this show, um, which I'm assuming will happen in a couple years when I rewatch Black Panther. I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Armand was right. Hashtag Armand was right. Oh, no. Did you read his review for Black Panther, by the way, Alex? Who is this? Armand no, White. No, Armand oh. White. Yeah. Andrew, you don't remember our co- last conversation on Armand White? It's the one of the worst people I've ever met in my entire life. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not. Do you want to no. reveal me with the review real nope. quick, Is there really nope. anything we could gain from this? Nope. Yep. <laughs> Let's just move on. Uh, right. Sorry, Armand. Roll that Normotron. Oh, it is rolled. What do we got? All right. We got 30 Days of Night or The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Boom. <laughs> Shark boy, shark boy, shark boy, shark what's boy. The, what's the real name, Jordan? The, okay, well, I'm already no. out of the Doolay challenge anyways. Yeah. The Adventures oh, of Fuck Boy and Lava Girl is the name. Had to remind him. Uh, okay. So are we, shark are we, boy, are we shark boy. Shark boy, it's okay. Here's some two, two reasons why you should vote for shark boy. <laughs> okay. Let's hear the campaign pitch. One, it was written by a seven-year-old boy. That's amazing. I mean, uh, it worked for that Dexter's uh, lab episode, so why <laughs> yeah. not? And two, it's, I'm pretty sure it's like 71 minutes long. 
Ooh. <laughs> uh, let me get let me uh, that's let me corroborate that for you. That's real a quick. good runtime. Uh, we will hope for a 71 minute runtime in a lot of future movies we're going to be watching. <laughs> like I know it's not is... true, but Howard the Duck, I wish were 71 minutes. <laughs> oh, <ago>. gross! <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl is 93 minutes. You that's... lied to oh, me. Yeah. All right. Jordan. You sold me a false bill of goods, sir. I can't believe this, dude. Written by Robert Rodriguez, Marcel Rodriguez, Racer Rodriguez. I assume <laughs> Racer Rodriguez is the seven-year-old. He was born or- in 1997, so yeah. Okay. I he that- gets a story by credit on this movie. Well, and Dexter said... <laughs> <laughs> Racer Rodriguez could also be the family pet. <laughs> <laughs> Racer. Come racer, here, racer, come on. Oh, don't do that, Racer. Yeah. Not on the rug, Not man. on the rug, Racer. <laughs> Sorry, Robert Rodriguez's son, who's probably in his 20s now. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he could beat the shit out of everybody in this room. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm confident, yeah. 30 days of night is... Longer. I oh, bet. boy, that's too long. That is 113 Earth minutes. Here's the thing. We're Ugh. watching these at some point. Doesn't one yeah. of us have a re- here? You know what? You always just like give out a real. You both have as, like no, no, a no, no, child. No. You are just. I'm a real racer, you, Rodriguez. You are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you both earned a re-roll. You know why? Why? Because you both passed the duelite challenge. Congratulations, boys. <laughs> I mean, that's easy for Acosta. Hard for a you. You didn't swear once, Andrew. That's true. I, did, I went out of my way to say gosh a couple of times. Reroll. Reroll. Well, do you, do you want to use He's yours? Demanding uh, it. I mean, Andrew, you want to settle on one of these? We have the power. We do. Um, how are you feeling? Akasha? I'm going to give where, myself where a laying? re-roll for being such a good sport. Reroll. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think like a coup has taken place. <laughs> being such a good sport. Um, <laughs> Sorry. What where, 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 where are you leaning, Acosta? Are uh, you thinking I, 30 you days? Know, or uh, you, In general, <laughs> I'm not like a horror movie person, but you know, okay, it's, it's I, wouldn't, on the list. I wouldn't worry that it would be too spooky for you. We are both Freddy boys, so oh, yeah. yeah, we okay, both don't really. Good. I don't really like horror movies that much. I see. Uh, I'm, I'm down with whatever. If you want to re-roll or pick one of these, Andrew, I'll back you up. Uh, uh, all right, you know what? Just so we can get it off the Normotron's list, let's let's shark it up. Let's go to <laughs> Shark Week. Shark Week. Shark Week shark begins week. now. Shark Week. There we go. Boom. There we go. I don't think there's any other movie we're watching that has sharks prominently in them. Probably not. I, I think that includes this movie. I'm sure <laughs> that wouldn't be a problem. I like that this is, yeah, this is certainly our youngest <laughs> writer. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl is coming up next. What a follow-up. Okay, signing off for myself, Shark Boy, and for Lava Girl. Thanks for listening. And for Lil Racer Rodriguez. <laughs> Bye, guys. Stay normal.